At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in. It is betting across America. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And of course, as always, it's Thursday. It means our guy James Salinas back on the saddle there in Denver. James, uh, as always, it is happy to see. You. I'm happy to see you, and we're ready to roll as always. Happy Thursday to you. Welcome to Betting Across America on a Thursday edition, Jeff Parles. Great to have you on the show. Let's get rocking. Lots of action going down. Yeah, let's let's go uh, right away. And uh, we know one of the two teams that will be playing for the Larry O'Brien Trophy, James. A An emphatic second half last night from the Phoenix Suns as they clinched their first Western Conference title since 1993. Hello, Charles Barkley. Uh, the Suns hammering the Clippers as a one-and-a-half-point favorite last night, 130-103. to 103. James, Chris Paul, pretty good last night. 31 points in the second half for 41 in the game. And the Phoenix Suns, who, look, James, uh, they were they were as high as 30-1 to 1 preseason to win the Western Conference, as high as 80-1 to 1 to win the title before the year, as high as 60-1 to 1 at the Westgate to win the title when they were trailing the Lakers two games to one in this postseason are now the betting favorites, and significantly so at BetMGM, minus 190 on Phoenix to win the title right now. Jeff, and, or before the season started last winter, it, 
Pritch and I had talked about this on Betting Across America, and I was really fond of it. I didn't bet any futures on Phoenix. I didn't think they were going to get this far, not in year one, but I really liked the job that Coach Monty Williams had the last couple of years, especially what we saw out of the bubble last year with Phoenix once they got restarted and uh, swept. They I think they went 8-0 during their bubble to try to get into the playoffs. I was obviously did not make it, but I think the culture, they was working on setting a culture. Now, we, hadn't, we haven't seen the Suns in the playoffs in basically a decade, and really uh, so much credit goes to Monty Williams to come in and really establish uh, an identity for this team and a culture for the Phoenix Suns of what accountability looks like and what poise. He preaches it a lot. Poise, poise, and composure. And we saw that play out last night and throughout that series against the Clippers. Now, no Kawhi Leonard, so obviously we've got to take that into account. This is a completely different series and a completely different team for the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard on the floor. So a tremendous effort all the way around, not only through this series, but what we saw out of the Clippers throughout the playoffs in particular when Kawhi Leonard went down midway through that Jazz series and how that team was able to rally and get through the Jazz and then really make this a competitive series here against the Suns. But but ultimately, I think we saw the poise and the pride when it came to Chris Paul show out last night. Now, Patrick Beverly had been one, Jeff, that was really trying to get into the head of uh, a number of players, Chris Paul being one, Devin Booker being another, and Devin Booker you know, got his face broken, not intentionally by by Patrick Beverly, but really he was wearing him throughout the series. And, but then we saw the poise show up. We saw the pride show up for the Paul in the second half sensational game from Chris Paul in that second half and really took the challenge with Patrick Beverly getting into his ear, getting into his face. And then ultimately last laugh. And we saw that for Chris Paul with Patrick Beverly really taking a cheap shot, shoving him from behind, knocking him down to the floor, getting tossed from the game, which was really Chris Paul. Now the tables turned, getting into the head of Patrick Beverly and ultimately the Clippers, I think, just kind of ran out of gas. It was going to be a, a tall order throughout the playoffs. Jeff, seven-game series against the Mavs, high, highly competitive and contested six-game series against the Jazz, and then quick turnaround right away and having to play a Suns team that was rested, very well poised, and then you have such a leader right now with a championship medal of Chris Paul. Suns now minus 190 favorites at BetMGM. The other two teams still around, of course, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Hawks. Of Atlanta, we will get to that game in two minutes, actually, uh, after the reset. Uh, a lot going on in that game five. No Giannis Antetokounmpo. We still don't know about Trey Young. Uh, Bucks right now, plus 280 to win the title. Hawks 6-1 to one at BetMGM. On the ice, James, last night, the Canadiens fall to the Lightning. Tampa has a two-game-to-none lead. Tampa winning last night, 3-1. to one. Game goes under. Puck line cashes if you took it, laying the puck and a half with Tampa. I think with Tampa, just the, we're seeing the depth play out right now for the Lightning. Three goals last night, each one of those goals coming from three separate lines for Tampa. It's just the, just such a talented team, a championship team, obviously, and a very deep team, which played out last night in that in that three to one win, and now take a commanding lead in the series up to nothing. Lightning now minus fourteen hundred to win the series at Bet MGM. You're listening to Betting Across America. I'm Jeff Parles in for Mike Pritchard. James Salinas, as always, live in Denver, Colorado, in the Ben MGM studio. Happy to be with you here on a Thursday. James, let's get right to it. Game five, Eastern Conference Final, Atlanta and Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo will not play. He has already been ruled out with the hyperextended knee. 
Good on the Bucks to get that information out early, so we have plenty of time to actually handicap this game as opposed to basically trying to play uh, again, uh, play doctor without even knowing uh, what's going on with Giannis's knee exactly. Uh, right now, the series price is where we'll start here, James, because I think this is a little more intriguing than even tonight because it's it, the series price is different than tonight. Right now, BetMGM, the series price on Milwaukee in a 2-2 series where the Bucks were, were, were minus 2,000 at DraftKings before Game 4 are now minus 125 to win this series at Ben MGM. The Hawks at plus 105 to win this series. Right now, you see on your screen the uh, the game board for tonight. Bucks laying three, even without Giannis. And the Hawks on the take back, plus 130 on the money line total at a very low 215. James, uh, again, we don't know what Trey Young's status is exactly. He's still questionable after missing game four with that ankle. How do we even start to truly handicap this game five and the rest of this series with so many unknown factors. I think we have to think about, let's think about the Hawks for starters. Now, Trey Young, does he come back tonight? If he does come back in uh, what kind of capacity is he going to come back? How effective is he going to be with that bone bruise in his foot? And we know for somebody like Trey Young, it's all starts as soon as he crosses half court with the range that that kid brings to the team, shooting the ball from deep, as well as being able to facilitate, get in the middle of the paint, have those teardrops, those lobs that he gets into Capella and Collins to finish and spreading the ball out. Great spacing by the Hawks, sharing the basket ball three-point shooters with Herter as, as as well as a few others out there Bogdanovich looked much better in game four been nursing a knee injury didn't notice that in game four he played with a lot of a lot of get to his step and shot the ball very well too so but I think at least with the Hawks we've seen what they're going to look like without Trey Young on the court in a playoff game we haven't seen that with the Bucks right now and who are gonna who are gonna be the guys that are going to step up now we know that Chris Middleton he is this is this is now his team going into game five he is the second leading scorer he is the he's he's the de facto when it comes to Giannis and kind of the yin and the yang of being able to score and shoot the basketball from the outside and I think for for Middleton in that game three performance he was able in that fourth quarter really took over when Trey Young went down with his foot injury in that game three it was the Chris Middleton show and we saw that he is stronger than any of those forwards that they're going to run at him for the Hawks, whether it's Bogdanovich uh, and or or Herder, or even they had Gallo trying to guard him a few times out there as well. Not a good matchup. So I think it's obviously got to be Chris Middleton, but is it going to be Drew Holiday that comes through and then Brooke Lopez? Who else is going to come through for that team? I think that's the biggest question mark for me is, what does that look like offensively? How is this going to facilitate? Because I think for Hawks and any opponent that's playing Milwaukee, Jeff, when you have Giannis on the floor, always going to be very conscious about you know how he plays. He's going to put the ball on the put the ball on the court, put the ball on the deck, drive hard to the rim, and you've got to be a little closer to those driving lanes to step over and help. Now maybe Atlanta doesn't have to play as tight to the paint. Maybe they can stand and cheat over a little bit on the help side to be able to close out to shooters quicker. I think that's going to be the key for me what are the Bucks going to do offensively without Giannis out there and how do the Hawks respond because I think they're not going to have to be as conscious obviously of having to guard the paint yeah I, I would agree uh, I would agree on on that for sure uh, Giannis is not going to not being there means you take away the only guy on that Milwaukee roster who really can break down the defense uh, Drew Holiday can do it a little bit but we haven't seen that at all in this series James and for Chris Middleton, this is the time where, again, multi-time All-Star. 
had a legitimate top 30 player in this league. This is the time if he's going to take the step, like we saw in game three in that fourth quarter, this has to come now if you're Chris Middleton in this game. in Without Giannis, and, and even if Trey Young plays tonight, it is going to be a Trey Young who is nowhere near 100%, James. And this is the time for Chris Middleton to step up, have a huge game. Uh, I'm curious, James, just because of the adjustments that are made in the point totals and the PRA, uh, his PRA, points, rebounds, assists, for uh, for folks who maybe knew the props, was 42.5 this morning on Chris Middleton at BetMGM. So a very high number for points, rebounds, assists for, for Middleton, who's usually in the mid to high 30s on that number, James. But uh, to me, this would be, if you like Milwaukee, you probably are looking at betting all the Middleton props over tonight. You have to. I mean, that he's going to have to shoulder low because who are they going to have come off the bench? I think we're. I think we're seeing the the loss of Divincenzo. I know it's not a big name, but Dante Divincenzo was lost for the playoffs back in round one against the Heat, and I think that's showing out. I'm not only for the depth for Milwaukee because we're not seeing much of anything coming out of Connaughton or Bryn Forbes. They're not playing with much confidence right now, so it's going to have to be the starting five to get it done. And maybe it's more of a concerted effort to try to get the ball inside to Brooke Lopez to be more of a factor in the paint as opposed to we know he likes to shoot the ball from the outside but you're going to have to attack the paint because I I think for the Hawks now they can cheat like we talked about you don't have to be as conscious uh, of the driving lanes with Giannis being out of the game and you can cheat a little bit more to some of these shooters you can cheat and maybe it's uh, for Middleton since he's not going to be facilitating you may see more more on ball you know off ball coverage where they're in a denial position making him have to work hard to get the basketball I think it's a tall order right now for the Bucks, mostly from the mindset that, yeah, we know there's the fallen hero factor that happens. I know our buddy Wes Reynolds like to talk about that a lot, and it's absolutely legitimate. We see that when a team goes, when, when a team loses their star. We saw that with the Hawks in game four. They came out and with full intensity, everybody knew they had to raise their game up with the absence of Trey Young out there, and they, they all played such a sensational team game collectively uh, that they were. it was a one-way street for them. What I didn't like to see was the other side for Milwaukee. That was your opportunity to take a stranglehold on that series, and where, where were they in the first half and Giannis was out there for the first half he didn't get hurt till that third quarter they were still down by double digits in that first half and if you're really a true championship caliber contending team like Milwaukee claims to be like they think that they are then those are the games that you've got to handle and I think we saw a letdown from Milwaukee knowing that Trey Young was out there and kind of maybe they anticipated the Hawks would have their own letdown well that was not the case love the heart love the metal that we saw uh, and the chemistry that we saw out of the Hawks I just don't know if I can back the Bucks, thinking that they have the same. Well, I, I, James, you, you bring up a good point there, and I was on a numbers game this morning with uh, with our guy Gil Alexander, and he brought up a pretty good point. What for a championship caliber team, or what that's what Milwaukee's supposed to be? How many championship caliber teams have that performance like they did in the first half against Atlanta in Game Four? Thirty-eight points. I if Atlanta didn't slow the tempo down at the end of the second quarter. Atlanta was well on pace for 60 in that first half for a good chunk of it. Uh, and look, and, and you're 100% right. Most of that deficit was when Giannis was in the game. Yeah, it went sideways after Giannis got hurt even further, but Milwaukee was not on track to win that game even with Giannis and Tedekumpo out there. And again, it'll be interesting to see how Middleton and Drew Holiday, those two 
big-time players from Milwaukee step up. And also, too, Atlanta's role players were awesome in game four. I'm curious now with the uh, the site shifting north to Milwaukee, how those role players will do away from home. And as we know, James, role players usually do better in their home building, especially now with crowds back, than they do away from home. And they do, but think about who else is the addition that came back onto the court that hasn't been there for, mm-hmm. for the second half of the season, and Cam Reddish. Now, Cam Reddish, we saw him in the blowout in game two, getting some garbage time, and I think that was just McMillan getting him out there. All right, we need to get you. We, we're going to need you in this series, not only to fill out the depth for Atlanta, but also Bogdanovich was nursing his knee injury through the first few games of that series, and we did see some garbage time out of Reddish. Now, we saw him, but he performed really well in game four. Not only from a scoring standpoint, he put in 12 12 points, had five boards, but also he is a good defender. And I think that's going to be the key here. We got 23 more minutes out of Cam Reddish, and he looked fresh. Obviously, he's going to have fresh legs because he hadn't played since midseason outside of game two the other day. So getting his competitive legs under him is one piece. We definitely saw a much better, much better performance. We saw some fresh legs out of Cam Reddish, saw some quickness, saw some intensity out of him, and some defensive really prowess. And I think that's the key here. So that's going to be one player to keep an eye on tonight. When you talked about the role players and the bench players coming off, I don't like what we're seeing out of the Bucs. It's really an, a, a short bench at, with the very little production coming off for Milwaukee. But with Cam Reddish now getting another game under his belt, getting 23 valuable minutes, uh, he played incredibly well because Lou Williams had to move into the starting lineup with Trey Young out. So, so much of it is going to be predicated, Jeff, on what, what is Trey Young, is he even going to play tonight? And then what does that look like if he does that? going to be the beauty of in-game betting as far as betting the side i think that's the only way i'm going to be able to do it i'm going to have to wait until we see what trey young if he does play what does he look like out there on the court but as far as the 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 role players stepping up for for his absence lou williams like we said stepping into that starting role played sensational in particular the first half and also reddish i think that's a big key and i think he's going to have a boost of confidence here right now not knowing what trey young status is going to be i'm still leaning with or without trey young I'm still leaning towards the Hawks here. Right now at BetMGM, James, the top three popular plays so far in this one. And I, I'm curious to see if you uh, if you align at all with any with, with any of these plays. Bucks to win by one to five points is the top popular bet right now. I don't like that. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't like that at all. I'm, I'm siding with you. That it feels like it's a, it's Atlanta going to actually go there and win the game tonight. Drew Holiday over 22 and a half points, and a Middleton to score 30 plus. Uh, it, look, James, these are uh, you, you link all these together, and uh, it obviously uh, is the case that the uh, public is liking Milwaukee to win the game tonight, even uh, on that uh, lane the three point spread there, James. I think if anything, I'm going to stay away. I would I'd be more likely to look at Chris Middleton have, struggling tonight. I think okay. the pressure's on him tonight. And we, we've seen throughout the playoffs and even through last year, too, in the playoffs, Middleton makes an appearance at, what, every third or fourth game in a series. And, yeah, now he knows he's got to be the guy tonight. And so there's pressure that comes with it. But I was just thinking about, like we just talked about just before with Cam Reddish and him coming back and just looking ahead. I think we're going to see a lot of minutes 
out of Cam Reddish tonight. And I think there's going to be some assignments where he's going to get a lot of defensive assignments getting up on to get, getting up on to Middleton. And I think he's got some size. He's got some strength to him. He's got some length to him. And I think that's going to be something that bothers bothers Middleton because in that game two performance, where he, especially in, or that game three performance, excuse me, especially in that third quarter or four, third quarter and fourth quarter in particular for Middleton, Think about who he was going against. We had talked about that where he was really just getting his way against uh, against Bogdanovich with one leg. Herder, who's 6'6", six, six, weighs a buck 90, pushing him around, using his strength to him. And then Gallo, who doesn't have the foot speed to stay in front of a player like Chris Middleton. I suspect we're going to see a lot more Cam Reddish tonight, and I think we're going to see a lot more Reddish on the defensive end against Middleton. I don't like that matchup for Chris Middleton. So looking at those points, that's probably the one where, yeah, they're looking at the over. I think that's the contrarian play for me. I think Chris Middleton is going to have a struggle because the whole focal point for this Atlanta Hawks defense will be Chris Middleton. I would be going the other way and saying he is not going to get the 30 points. It's funny, James. That's the only one I'd consider of these three, actually, would be going uh, with the 30-plus for Middleton. Because, again, look, I I see your argument for sure. Middleton comes out, goes like 6-for-24 from the field, lands on about 19 points, and Milwaukee loses by 15. That's a scenario where I totally see. If the Bucs are going to be competitive in this game or win this game, and it's so odd to say this about the team now going in, you we clearly thought was better. And and look, we thought Middleton and Holiday as players three and four in this series behind uh, Young and, and, and Tedekumpo, uh, that if the two of them are out, we would lean towards Milwaukee. That's not even close to the case based off of what we've seen so far. So for me, of those three, the Middleton to score 30 would be the only one I would go with. I don't want anything to do to, with the Bucks winning by one to five points because I think Atlanta's going to win the game. And Drew Holiday over 22 and a half, he's shown me nothing to go over a point total in this series except for game one where he played, or excuse me, game two where he played very well, James. Well, Jeff, and I think I think for thinking about Drew Holiday, when he has played well, it's when Trey Young was on the court because I think they the Hawks try to hide Trey Young out there, and he is we that's not what his role is. He's not to go out there and be an right. He's not the stopper. Exactly right. Your job, use your energy on the offensive side, young fella. Get us going because you're you're such a, a tremendous player on with the ball in your hands. I think here, if Trey Young is on the court tonight, we already know he's not a great defender. Now you're going to have a bad wheel coupled with that. I think there might be opportunities, depending on how they match him up and who Young gets does gets matched up with, there might be opportunities for Holiday to take advantage of Trey Young on that defensive side. So something to think about, something to keep an eye on with Trey Young. But I think, again, getting getting back to Middleton. He's just not a guy that I trust that is going to show up when the spotlight shines best. And now all the spotlight is on him. He is the Batman tonight, not the Rama with Yamas being out. Game five, 835 Eastern time in Milwaukee. The Bucks currently at most spots, including behind us here at the South Point, laying three pregame total as of right now, 215 on the Hawks and the Bucks for tonight. I am leaning heavily towards Atlanta. Uh, James, I'll make my decision by the end of the show if I'm actually going to bet the Hawks or not. I, I, I think that's uh, I think that will be how we have to play this out for me today. A little indecisiveness until, again, I'd like to know if Trey Young is start playing, but if Young plays, that three is not going to be there anymore. So we'll have to make a decision sooner rather than later on that. Uh, James, uh, it, 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 when we get back, we're going to look a little further at this game. I think I know where we're going with some of these options on play, pray, and stay away on a few prop options tonight involving 
two key cogs on the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. We'll tell you what those props are. We'll tell you which one of those we like. You're like, ah, we'll take a shot or no thank you. Don't thanks at all. More coming here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week. It's time to get going on the BetMGM Sports Nevada app. It is the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM Casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It is betting across America here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Barles. Happy to be with you today. James Salinas, as always, in Colorado. James, let's go to play, pray, stay away on tonight's Milwaukee-Atlanta game. We will start with Drew Holiday. I'll give you three options. One of them, you play with confidence. One of them, you're like, ah, you know what, we'll take a chance, but we're going to have to pray about it. And the third one is, no way. Not happening. Can't do it. So Drew Holiday, to score 20 or more points, James, and, and the juice is important here on all these. Plus 20 points. 20 points plus. Minus 200 on Drew Holiday. 10 assists tonight at a, at a $1.75. Laying that $1.75, actually, which we'll get to that in a second. And Drew Holiday, plus 135 on three or more three-pointers. James, play, stay, or stay away. I think for the can I get door number four, Monty? Can I find a fourth one on here for Drew Holiday? I think I think let's go right to the one. Just juice averse the the how frugal I am when it comes to laying juice on. Wish I was more frugal with my the amount of bets that I put in. But as far as when I lay juice on something, it's it's usually something that I stay away from any kind of thing where I'm looking at whether it's laying two dollars or in this case here the ten and the ten plus assists at a dollar seventy five. I just think for Holiday tonight, he's going to be in the mindset where I'm going to be aggressive offensively. I'm not looking to try to get, uh, let me get Bryn Forbes involved and P.J. Tucker out in the corner. It's going to be, look, I got to step up. This is why they brought me here. It's going to be Chris Middleton and I that have to shoulder the scoring load. So for me to go out there and, and start dishing it out to my teammates here so that they can get their hands, get some touches, feel confident, forget that noise. We got to win this game tonight. And so I think there, if I'm... I'm going to, uh, of these three here, even though I don't like laying big juice, uh, actually, I, I, I'm I'm going, I'm still contrarian. I'm still in the right mindset here. Maybe we got to go back to props. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm thinking 10, and a, 10 plus assists. There's no way he gets there. So I think let's go there. That one, I'm going to completely stay away from 10 assists because I don't think Drew Holiday gets there. I think he's going to be in complete score mode tonight, and he's going to get opportunities because I think Atlanta's defense is really going to be focused on trying to limit Chris Middleton's opportunities to score. Give me the 10 plus assists as the one I'm absolutely going to stay away from when it comes to Drew Holiday. So for uh, for for all three, I'll, I'll give you my three here, James. I you and I agree on the stay away. I, I mean, at that juice, no less on the ten assists, no way, no thank you. That is a total stay away. And then this gets a little more difficult because I don't want to be praying on a minus two hundred, James. I don't want to be doing that. That that doesn't seem like fun. So we put the twenty plus points in the play, 
at minus 200, and then the prey on the three plus three pointers at plus 335. Since uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give an option for every single one of these on my end. So play the 20 plus points, even with that juice. Pray on the three plus three pointers and then stay the heck away from the 10 assists or more at minus 175 on Drew Holiday for me. Uh, and so thinking about for Holiday to be able to put in those three pointers, I think I'm right there with you. If that's the one, because I think he's going to get opportunities. He's going to have opportunities to score. And if Trey Young is out there, we know he's not going to be guarding the ball in any capacity out beyond the three point line. I think he'll be sitting back a lot. So I think there'll be opportunities for Drew Holiday to get the looks. Now he's got to knock him down. Plus price there, plus 135. I think that's the one that I'm going to play. Three plus three pointers, plus 135. Plus, I like the juice there. I think he'll get the shots. I take the I'll play that with you as well with Drew Holiday to make those threes holiday for the postseason just so uh, everyone is aware what we're going off of here holiday 16 and a half points a game so far in his postseason did have 33 in game one of this series and 22 in game number three uh, eight, eight points or excuse me eight assists per game this postseason and only one and a half threes so far this postseason per game for the big offseason acquisition for Milwaukee, Drew Holiday. When we get back, we're going to check in with one of my favorites, Lou Finacaro. He's going to join us next, talking some Stanley Cup final. That's next here on Betting Across America. Baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cash and tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis on every game on VEASAN.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time. Start your free trial today and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is betting across America here on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm Jeff Parles, live at the South Point, as always, here in Las Vegas. James Salinas, as always, in Colorado as well. And now we'll go, uh, go, to, go to Arizona. Our guy Lou Finicaro with us right now. Uh, losing the mood for this weekend with the uh, 2000 uh, World Series Subway Series uh, uh, banner behind him. Lou, it's always a pleasure to have you on with us. My pleasure completely, Jeff. How you doing today? You and James uh, having a great show so far. I'm happy to uh, horn my way in. Well, it's 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 awesome to have you, Lou. And let's uh, let's just get right to it. This series through two games on the ice, Tampa and Montreal. It has been all lightning so far through these two games. The dominant showing in Game One, uh, a, a puck line cover last night, winning three to one. James, has there been anything you have seen in this series, at least from Montreal, to give you any thought that this series could extend past four or five games? I would think that um, at this point, Jeff, it it does look like it's all uh, Tampa Bay. But 
it was all Tampa Bay in game one, but in game two, uh, Montreal made dynamic improvements and they have to build on that. They have to go home, find a way to win a couple of games. We've seen funny things in the history of the Stanley Cup. And so uh, I don't know if I'm a Montreal fan, if I can be encouraged, but I know that what I'm going to get in game three is the absolute best effort from Montreal all season long. And so that's enough hope right there because with one win in game three, now the series is 2-1 and the numbers come back. I mean, they're facing daunting numbers now. Teams that take a 2-0 lead in the Stanley Cup final are 46 and 51 or 90%. So Montreal's climbing an uphill battle. So uh, with that in mind, uh, Montreal is a slight home dog for a couple of games, maybe. I'm more committed to the unders because I believe Montreal's focus uh, and their style of play will lead to very, very few goals if they are to have their way in Montreal. Uh, they're two and one in game threes this year. Tampa's one and two. And Montreal's five of the last six at home, they've won four of those by one goal. So it paints the picture of a lot of one nothing, two to one kind of ball games. And if we do get an empty net, it's going to make it three to one, kind of like it was last night. So I'm going to steer people towards the under and not just for the next game, for the rest of the series. Lou thinking, looking at the under, sitting at five. In a lot of places, it's juiced to the over, so you're getting a, a good price right now. And probably, I think if we hold off a little longer, obviously it's not until the next game, game three tomorrow night, maybe we'll start getting better juice on the other, because I think I'm on, I'm right there with you. Now, thinking about the Canadians, at, this is a team that's not going to quit. Now, they're going home. Yes, it's uh, it's down 2-0 or 0-2 in this sense for the Canadians. But, I mean, they were right there. Basically, I was a buzzer beater, and that was really just a dagger last night that buzzer beater basically to end the second period uh, of that score that that the, the the lightning had gotten because I think you saw offensively at least Vasilevsky had he's had 42 saves one sensational last night but we saw really the concerted effort out of the Canadians very competitive effort putting a lot of shots on goal now going back home into back home to Canada and I think now with the travel involved and not the 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 folks are still going to be the same as far as the fans and the stands but Thinking about it from the under perspective and also the Canadians who have come back from a 3-1 series deficit before in this uh, in the Stanley Cup, where do you think the mindset is right now for the Canadians? Because I'm still tempted to take the dog here and feel like they're going to fight in game three of all games. This is going to be the Canadian spot to go and win a game and get back into the series. Yes. So if they were, it's game two and game three, James. I think I read you loud and clear. Uh, they're going to have to play their best game. They're looking forward to playing their best game. And if they do, and if they can score first, and if they can score two, they're going to win that third game. And then everything changes. I mean, Montreal for the series right now at 10 to 1, that's, that's pretty enticing uh, for a team that we know has no quit. Again, I, I have futures on Tampa. I'm committed with Tampa, and I think they're going to win this series. But in the meantime, I'm going to be aggressive with those unders. And just like yesterday, rather than five, I'm looking at four and a half. It currently at the Westgate for uh, this next game three. 
under four and a half plus 150. I'm all about that. Lou Finicaro with us right now. Uh, of course, writes for Point Spread Weekly for us. Uh, get him on the tweets at Gamblu. Lou, uh, I, I want to shift over to uh, the Con Smythe Trophy, which uh, uh, those markets still available. Uh, Vasilevsky, your heavy favorite right now. You actually have to lay $2 uh, to bet Vasilevsky uh, to win the Con Smythe, which is interesting to me. Kucherov at plus 250. Braden Point at 4-1. to one. Everyone else 10-1 to one or longer. Uh, any shot you would take on either Kucherov or Point, especially with the postseason at Braden Point it had leading up to this series? Yeah, that's where you have to go at this point, Jeff. Um, the, we preached uh, for Vasilevsky a, a couple of weeks ago when he was at the plus 300 range. Uh, I, I think I think it's his to lose. That said, it's going to be Point or Kucherov that takes it from him if, in fact, something like that were to happen. And so that's where I would steer you, maybe even to Point, because that's the higher number. Lou, for someone like me who hasn't gotten involved in the series price yet, what would be the recommendation right now? Because we've got alternate series prices right now. Lightning to sweep, I don't think that's going to happen. It's sitting at $2. But maybe Lightning to win in five, it's sitting at plus two and a quarter. I'm kind of feeling like that might be the area I might want to get involved, thinking that the Canadians, if they're going to get, if they're going to win, I think they win game three. And now you've got a really good opportunity for the Lightning to be able to take this down in five games rather than a sweep sitting at two and a quarter. Could you go that route? I, yeah, I mean, but you know, I got my hands full with left or right. When they give me five choices, sometimes I get overwhelmed. But five or six games make sense. He's Lou Finicaro. Uh, get him on the tweets at Gamblue. One of the best there is, and I know next week, Lou, uh, when you're on big UFC Wait. card here in town, that's going to be a heck of a lot of fun to break down. Thanks to Lou Finicaro for being with us today. Coming up next. Here on Betting Across America, we're going to the prop shop. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wager into one hundred dollars on uh, either team tonight, the Hawks or the Bucks, with BetMGM. Just use the bonus code VSIN one hundred. That's V S I N one zero zero when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for Showtime. Download the app or go to betmgm.com for more details and make sure you use the promo code VSIN one hundred. Again, uh, promo is uh, either team hits a three, you're going to win. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and addition. Must be what conditions, I should say. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan, disassociated AC pers- persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text REDLINE at 1-800-889-97189. And in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It is betting across America here on VSID. I'm Jeff Parles, James Salinas, as always, in Colorado. Happy to be with you here on a Thursday. Let's go to prop shot here, James, in tonight's game between the Hawks and the Bucks. And we, we talked about a few earlier, and it is going to be a little bit tougher to decipher this prop market until we know, at least on the Atlanta side, until we know what the status of Trey Young is. So we'll start with the Milwaukee side of things here. Chris Middleton's uh, points, rebounds, assists, so the PRA at BetMGM is at a very high number tonight at 42 and a half. Uh, points at 27 and a half, eight and a half on the board, six and a half on the assist, two and a half on the three pointers, James. And and 
We talked about it a little bit earlier. You're of the thought that this could be a night where Chris Middleton actually struggles and does not handle the heat well. He's used to playing off of Giannis, and Giannis, you know how much attention Giannis Antetokounmpo drive when he's driving to the basket, how much attention he gets defensively. Players have to have a, they, a cheat, an extra step to the help side to be able to be there to step and drive as help and cut off those driving lanes for Giannis. Now with Giannis not out there offensively, this becomes outside of Brooke Lopez. If they decide to, to try to play through the post and, and play four out there, I think these defenders aren't going to have to be as conscious out there on the perimeter to be in that, in that proper help position. I think they can cheat a little more out there defensively. I also think too, where, where a couple things with Middleton that uh, they're, they're going to be able to deny him. I think you're going to be able to put assign some players to to just your whole job is just to deny him the basketball. You don't have to be in a help position because Giannis isn't here to drive the basket. So we're not concerned with playing our drive help there. So I think that's part of it as well as then we talked about Cam Reddish getting back out onto the court, had a really good game in game four. And I think for Reddish now, he lo- he's got fresh legs. He looked healthy. Now I think he's got a couple games back under his belt as far as competitive legs go. And I think for Reddish, he's going to have some assignment on Middleton as well. That's a tough matchup for Middleton because not only does Cam Reddish have the length and the athleticism and the foot speed to stay in front of Middleton, he's also got some strength to him as well. So I think there's gonna you're going to see a, a number of different defenses designed to go after Middleton, and I think that's where starting with his, you talked about the not only the points sitting at 27.5, but collectively all of the trying to get to that big number of 42.5 with points, rebounds, and assists, I just don't see it. I think he's going to struggle tonight as well as then there's another one I was looking at his turnovers. Now he had four turnovers each of the last two games. He's sitting at three and a half turnovers and it's juiced to the under where you get a plus price if you decide to go over that. I think he's going to struggle and I think he's going to force things which can lead to some turnovers based on the defensive assignments and pressure that he's going to see from Atlanta. Uh, That's the way I'm looking. I'm looking at fading human achievement when it comes to Chris Middleton tonight in all of these props, Jeff. Fading human achievement, betting against human achievement, always a fun thing to do, James Salinas. Uh, I, for me, that 42, and I, and I understand why it's that high. Giannis is not there. Everything's going to get popped up. The, the point total, James, is up four and a half points or four points or five points, depending on where, where you were betting it, from game four on Middleton. And that's, I think, a proper adjustment on him, I would only bet his point total over. I want nothing to do with the PRA. I don't think he's going to distribute at all in this game. Yep. And asking him to actually rebound in this game, I think, would be a little bit more. So the only over I look at is the points at 27 and a half. But uh, as I said earlier, a 6-19 game for Middleton would not shock me at all where he's going in the mid- low, to, low 20s and Milwaukee's losing this game by double figures. Uh, uh, on the Hawks side, James, this is for me. I'm going to just flat out say it. These numbers, until I know if Trey Young is in, are likely not bettable. The only thing I would consider now is a Bogdanovich over 15 and a half points. 
Because if Young is out, that number likely will spike at least a point before game time because he will be the guy that they will run their offense through like they did a majority of the time in game number four. So if those numbers on the board right now, Collins, 15 and a half, Bogdanovich, 15 and a half, Capella, again, we're not even 100% if he'll go. We think he'll go with that uh, eye issue at 10 and a half and then Kevin Herter at 13 and a half. Bogdanovich would be the only one I would go to the over right now uh, just because if Trey Young is out, that's a number I do expect to spike a little bit before game time with that 15 and a half currently. I agree. I think Bogdanovich, and, and he looked much better in game four than he's looked for a, a number of games leading back to the Sixers series when he's when that knee problem started to develop for him. Uh, he he had a bounce in his step. He was shooting the ball with a lot of confidence. The whole team was. Anytime you're winning, yeah, the, the, the confidence level in the basket gets bigger and bigger. Uh, but Bogdanovich had a really good game, but it was more so the concern with me going through this series was the health of that knee. We saw it clearly on the defensive side. He really wasn't able to stay in front of anybody and Middleton was able to to take advantage of that in a number of these games throughout this series, but different looking player there with Bogdanovich with that knee. And sometimes when you're having knee issues, you're going to have good days and then you're going to have bad days. That's the hard part to know with Bogdanovich. Now, 48 hours later, now you did take a plane trip too. So if you've had knee injuries and knee problems, sometimes that swelling starts to go in. You get into that tube 35,000 feet up in the air. Uh, you can have some issues with that. So as far as Bogdanovich, that's the only place I'd probably tread a little lightly just to to make sure what does that knee look like and it, does he does he does it still look like it was in game four or did he have some more swelling did he have some more complications in the 48 hours since the last game uh that would be my only concern with Bogdanovich because he has been really favoring that knee throughout this series yeah no I, I that I agree with you on uh, he looked a little better in game four uh but look uh, again you're looking at a, a flight that's a little over two hours from Atlanta to Milwaukee so uh, a potential issue there. Uh, you, you are. I, I'm with you there. That would be the only hesitation I would have on Bogdanovich. Uh, the other props out there: Holiday's at 22 and a half, uh, Lopez at 13 and a half, PJ Tucker at five and a half. All those are points. Uh, Holiday's assist. I, I, James, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Holiday's assist number being 10 and a half to me is just crazy. I, I it's way too high for me. I'm, re- I'm I'm looking at the under for that as well. I think he's going to be he's he knows he's got to he, it's got to be it's got to be himself along with Middleton to, to shoulder the scoring load for Milwaukee with Giannis out and to go out there and distribute to to find his teammates, not only to distribute the basketball and share the basketball tonight, but then for his other teammates to step up and make shots. Cause it's not just him passing the ball. They also have to, they also have to finish. And right now with the best finisher on this team for Milwaukee, that's always going to the rim sitting on the sidelines tonight. Yeah. I don't like it either. I think that's way too high. So give me the under with the assist for drew holiday. One under I'm looking at as well for Milwaukee is Bryn Forbes. Now his point total is sitting at eight and a half. It's juiced to a quarter, so it's sitting at roughly a even money at eight and a half to go under. I like that side, too. I mean, Forbes is really not – he's only in there to shoot. He's It's spot minutes for Bryn Forbes coming in. He's a complete liability on the defensive side, and, and then he just goes in and shoots three. So he's going to basically have to, in limited minutes, he played 14 minutes in game four. He only played seven minutes in game three. Uh, he's getting – he's – 
not getting too many minutes. He's averaging 11 minutes per game. That says he's going to get not only get the touches, but be hoisting those shots. We talked about the ball, and is the ball going to be distributed as freely as it normally does with Giannis being in there? He's not in there tonight. I don't think so. So I'd look at Bryn Forbes as well. I just don't think he's going to get the amount of minutes and or touches and then knock it down because he's not shooting with a lot of confidence right now. I'd be looking at playing. I know it's a short number. We're only sitting here eight and a half, but looking deeper down this prop list and playing against Bryn Forbes tonight, I just don't think he gets that many touches or minutes tonight. Eight and a half seems too high for me. Yeah, I, I would I would go on your side there, James. That would be the only way I would play that prop uh, in that one. James, uh, l- let's go to baseball real quick here. We have about 90 seconds. Uh, the Red Sox, by the way, today, uh, leading Kansas City 14 to nothing in the bottom of the eighth. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, the over is already in there against the Royals. But Chris Sale's starting to throw a little bit, uh, which is uh, a big step in the right direction for the Red Sox, who uh, currently uh, in the AL East, currently in first place, actually, uh, ahead of the Tampa Bay Rays uh, by a few games. Uh, right now, uh, James, the Red Sox, still not the betting favorites, though, to win the East. Would that be worth a uh, worth a shot there on Boston leading the division by will be three and a half games at, at day's end? Absolutely, and, and it has nothing to do with Sale. Sale would just be gravy. Now, Sale hasn't pitched for a couple of years, so to, to try to bank on Sale, if I'm going to put a bet in, it's not going to be because I, I'm hoping that Sale comes back two years removed and becomes the Chris Sale that we remember from a handful of years ago and how dominant of a pitcher he was. But it's more so just looking at the AL East right now. What is it? You know, Tampa with Glasnow? I don't know if Glasnow is going to come back. That's the ace of that staff right there, and who knows if he's going to come back for the Rays. He's going to be out through September. I suspect he's probably going to be done for the season. And then the Blue Jays, they can't get anybody out. Their bullpen's terrible. Ryu had another bad outing again for the Jays. He has not pitched well this month of June. It's just a bad staff. We got a half a season to go right now, and I don't like the staff for the Jays. Love the lineup. Don't like the pitching staff. You got to be able to get outs. And right now, the Yankees, they couldn't get anybody out last night again, late innings. So I don't like the Yankees shots either. I like the Red Sox where they're sitting, not only with the lead, and Chris Sale would be absolute gravy if he's able to come back. When we get back, Aaron Brusky will join us to talk Bucks and Hawks next on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.